Welcome to The Table, a weekly podcast where we discuss biblical principles and learn how to apply them to our everyday lives. In 2021, Pastor Don Castleberry will lead us on a journey through the Bible in chronological order and share with us insights that are sure to grow our faith. So relax, grab a seat, and thanks for joining us for this episode at The Table. Well, hey, welcome back to The Table. I am so excited about what we're going to be talking about today. We are going to be talking about finishing strong. We're also going to be looking at how God gives us warnings. So stick around. This is an episode you are not going to want to miss today. And with that, we will get started. So in this week, it's reading in the Chronological Study Bible. That's what we've been going through here at the table this year. Uh, we begin to finish up the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was finishing building the wall and doing what God had told him to do. And then we get into the book of Malachi. And we basically read the entire book of Malachi this week. And rather than just illuminating a verse or a passage of Scripture, I want to pull a couple of principles that I think are extremely powerful that we can take away in our own lives and we can learn. And um, really, you're going to find this predominantly what we will be talking about in the book of Malachi. Um, as I was finishing up, uh, my my reading for the week, um, I was reminded of something that God had told me a while back. I was kind of on the struggle bus as I was finishing up reading the Old Testament, as was many in my my home group. And we began to talk about how hard it was to read through some of the prophets. And the Lord quickened my spirit and reminded me to be patient because the king was coming. And now we have arrived at the point where the promise is being fulfilled and they're on the cusp of the edge. They're on the verge of seeing the Messiah come uh, to them. Now, what you need to note as you read the chronological Bible is most scholars believe there was around 400 years or a little more between the closing of the Old Testament and the coming of the New Testament. That's pretty um, important for you to keep in mind. But as we close out the Old Testament, you know, it's so easy to focus on the words uh, that Malachi gives us, and you could get very discouraged because he is a prophet and he speaks the words uh, often that no one at that time wanted to hear. As of today, it's the same way when God gives a prophetic word. Uh, it's often a word that few people want to hear and apply. And it's dangerous in the time that we live because anytime that someone says the Lord told them something and it comes to pass, there are so many that are quick to label them a prophet. And I would hold those reins uh, tightly to say 
slow down on that. Just because somebody has a prophetic word doesn't mean they're a prophet. And be careful that when you're seeking out the things of the Lord, I know there's so many people and they say, I would love to be a prophet or flow in the prophetic. This isn't something that you just get to do because you think it would be a good idea. No, uh, those that were prophets of the Lord with specific people that he had laid a mandate on and set aside. And often the word that he gave them and the assignment that he placed them in, they didn't want to be in themselves. And so let us dig in now to uh, some of our reading from this week and see how it applies to our lives. And then we will close out. And next week when we pick this up, we will be in the New Testament. And Jesus will arrive on the scene. But for today, let's stay in the reading of the week and pull a few nuggets out of here. So what we see in our reading this week is, as I said, uh, Nehemiah is finishing uh, the wall and he dedicates the wall, and there's the new temple there that is dedicated unto the Lord. And in this time frame of Nehemiah, there's a prophet that comes along by the name of Malachi. And Malachi, he has a heart for holiness and to see the people of God truly be the people of God. But what they were doing at this time was was they were... Um, wanting to merge in the culture um, with their, their spiritual experience. And so God sends Malachi on the scene to confront much of the idolatry and worldliness that has crept into the church and to the lives of those that are claiming to be followers uh, of the Lord. And so he has to give some really tough warnings. And one of those is, is what we would see many preachers preach on concerning the tithe. And he has to confront the fact that the people of God are robbing the Lord by withholding their tithe. They're stealing from the Lord by withholding their tithe. That's just one instance of some of the things that the Lord had to use Malachi to straighten out um, the people. The danger can be when God is blessing uh, his people, when God is blessing you, when he's blessing uh, myself, the danger can be is you forget where the blessing came from, and that's what the people had done. And they didn't feel, some of them, like they no longer needed the protection that maybe they once did because now they have um, protection that they have built themselves. And they didn't feel that they had the need for the Lord that they once did because uh, there's some blessings now in their life. And so in some ways, some of them are coming out of the struggle a little bit. And so this prophet has to come along and remind them. And when you look at Malachi's ministry, it was predominantly one prophetically where he's drawing and driving people towards holiness. 
And I know that's not something that is um, viewed as very important in our culture today, but if you want God to use you in any sort of way, you must make for sure your life aligns with the principles of his law. God never goes outside of his law. And so this is what we run into um, concerning the people in the time of Malachi. Uh, They wanted the blessing of the Lord without being really truly being the people of the Lord. And Malachi was trying to tell them the blessing follows obedience. Doesn't matter how many uh, religious rituals that you do, if you're not following the Lord's obedience, um, you're robbing yourself of the blessing. And so they have to learn that pretty much the hard way. And, and they do. They absolutely do. Um, and so we see this uh, all through the Old Testament with the cycle. But uh, after Malachi, there comes a young man a young prophet by the name of Joel. And God uses Joel with what I would call a dual prophetic word. He's giving word for them in season of their time, but he's also giving um, what we would call a, a end time word, a word that I believe is for the hour in which we live, um, just as the Messiah came, And the Lord had a specific word for his people before Jesus would arrive. So I believe he's laid out and given word in in the Bible that is specific word before his second coming, before he would arrive again. And we find uh, an incredible portion of that in Joel 2, 28 to 32, And he speaks and says, And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women. So people that don't think women have a place in ministry. um, Good luck breaking this passage down. uh, Because they do. And I can show you that in other places in the Bible. I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth. We're seeing that now. We've never seen um, the the environment do um, what it's doing now. We've never seen the amount of natural disasters, the the uh, natural disasters that are intensifying. Um, everything from um, tornadoes to hurricanes, it seems like everything is increasing. Earthquakes uh, happening in places where they've never happened before. Um, the wind patterns in some places have completely changed. We're seeing on the West Coast in America extreme drought. And I know they've had drought before, but this is unprecedented Um, where in some places they're even fearing running out of water. Um, And that's not even getting into the things that they're noticing scientifically that's taking place in the atmosphere right now. Um, 
And so he says, um, he will show wonders in the heavens and on earth. Blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood. And he's not talking about the four blood moons. (laughs) Before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. So there's so many people that are exciting, uh, excited about the return of the Lord. And can I tell you, it will be exciting if you're right with him. But if you're not right with him, it will be a dreadful day. It will be a rough day. But I want to go back up and he says that one of the signs of that is uh, he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. We are seeing... You know, we can get so caught up in the news, and the news will only cover the bad that's going on out there. But we are seeing, as the body of Christ, miracles on a level uh, that we never even thought was possible um, worldwide. Um, And we're seeing this really begin to accelerate. We need to pay attention to that. God is also now fulfilling some of the dreams of Men and women that have gone before us, like like uh, Rich Wilkerson and Lester Summerall, uh, who had dreams and visions, and uh, we're starting to step into the fulfilling of them. Men like Kim Clement, um, Lou Engel, uh, who God has used in this area of dreams and visions. And so all you really have to do is pull your head out of the news and the media and you can really tap in and listen to what the Spirit of God is saying in this hour. And I think too often we're more concerned about what's going on in our life and our world than we are in the kingdom. And I'll say that again. I think we're we're too concerned about what is happening that we feel and see and we're missing what is happening in the kingdom. But the Bible says we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. Um, We don't wrestle with COVID. We don't wrestle with vaccines. We don't wrestle with mask or unmask. We don't wrestle with um, school boards, community leaders, political leaders. We don't wrestle with Washington, D.C. or Hollywood. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. There is a spirit of the age that is driving many of the things that we fight and we're fighting the wrong enemy because we're not addressing the spirit. Now more than ever, my friend, you need to be full of the the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, um, and ask the Lord to speak to you with dreams and visions. After all, that is his prophecy. Uh, before he comes, and he is coming. Not only in your Bible reading for next week, and I'm super excited. We've got some new translations of the Bible I'm going to bring into this and to illuminate some passages. Um, But everything we have read this year has pointed to the moment that is about to take place, and that is the birth of Jesus, the only hope for the world. And so if you're listening today and you've never given the Lord your heart, if you've never accepted him as your savior, I would encourage you get alone and get with him. And it's as simple as this. It's you repenting of your sin. Repentance is the 
A simple word, it means to change your mind, therefore followed by changing your action and to follow him. And that is what the prophets was challenging the people of their day to do. And as a preacher, that is what I would challenge you to do. Change your mind, change your action, repent, and turn to God. Hey, that's all the time we got today on this episode. Thanks so much for joining me. Next week, we'll dive into the New Testament. Invite a friend and join us right back here at the table. Well, that's all the time we've got today here at the table. Thank you so much for joining us. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, would you do two things? One, hit the subscribe button. And two, uh, share it with a friend. And until next time, we'll see you right back here at the table.